Blog Talk Radio. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. The 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Make sure you guys jump over, check out our site, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. For all the latest, all the latest videos, blogs, shows, uh, marketing uh, partners, you name it. It's over there, and the easiest way to find us on different apps. Uh, we are live every Wednesday night right here on Blog Talk Radio, but you can catch all these shows on replay over on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, uh, Spreaker, uh, did I say Spreaker? Spotify, Spreaker, uh, Google Podcasts, Podchasers, YouTube, you name it, um, and... If you just listen to your podcast on certain platforms, just go on that platform, search the 110 Nation. I guarantee it'll be there. Um, just follow us that way. I want to thank all those listeners that caught us over on iTunes um, this last week. Um, a huge uptick in uh, iTunes listeners. So I want to uh, welcome you guys on board. Glad you guys are catching us, however you guys are catching us. I'm glad to be here on this Wednesday night. Yes, it is hump day. Uh, it's been a busy, been a few busy few weeks. Um, Work is a never-ending challenge, uh, but uh, just glad I get an opportunity to sit in the Carolina Sports Plus studio and get to sit here and talk sports with my co-host, uh, Mario. So without any further delay, let's go ahead and get Mario into the uh, studio. Mario, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. How are you doing? <clears throat> not bad. Just wore out a little bit, but not bad. Um, okay. as a matter of fact, I beat, I beat the wife home last night. Uh, they, she took the kids out to Kings Island. Um, they got home probably a little bit after six o'clock. I remember her coming to the room. I remember her saying something about a shirt and that's all I remember. Um, that's how the days <laughs> have been, um, physically and mentally and everything just draining. Um, but I've uh, been working hard work and been working hard behind the scenes, the 110, um, just like you've been working hard behind the scenes, the 110 and the Carolina Sports Plus. So let's talk a little bit about the Carolina yeah, Sports yeah. Plus. Let's let them know where they can find you, where they can find the Carolina Sports Plus, and what you got going on. All right, all right. You can check us out online at carolinasportsplus.com. 
You can like us on Instagram and Facebook at Carolina Sports Plus. You can like us on YouTube and subscribe on Carolina Sports Plus. Also, currently, currently we are here in uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina. We're working. Uh, we're working fair until Sunday. So, uh, you know, things things been things been kind of rainy. Things been kind of rainy lately down here in uh, over the Carolinas. So. We've been taking a little pounder the last couple of days, so it's been real wet. But besides that, you know what I mean? Glad to be in the studio and talk sports with you today. Um, if you guys have not followed us, or followed us, there you go, on – or no, I'm sorry, pump the right side. If you've not subscribed, there we go. you got too many things going on. you got to like one thing. you got to follow another thing. you got to subscribe to another thing. Um, but if you've not subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you guys subscribe to um, our YouTube channel, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, I take clips of all our shows, make short to little promo clips, so you get an opportunity to catch the little sections of the show. I think I did three or four of last week's show. actually had a couple more, but I just never got around to actually getting them out. Uh, we have a weekly race, uh, the 110 Nation Racing Experience. I actually won last week at Eldora. Um, this week we'll be off, and then we'll be back um, the following week to continue the six-race series. Um, I do the one, there's only one nation. It's a weekly uh, video comes out every Saturday. Um, let you guys see behind the scenes of what we have going on, the making, the building, the branding of the 110 nation. I love having an opportunity to do that and let everybody see what goes on behind the scenes. Kaz participates in it. Uh, Mario participates in it. Um, so glad to see that. I also have what I call the three at three. Uh, every day at three o'clock, I put out my three picks of what I actually place on my sports bets, either on FanDuel or DraftKings. I will, I will admit, my record is not the greatest. I'm one and eight mm-hmm. um, on my sports okay. bets. But with that being said, um, I'm only five dollars in the hole because my win was a good win. Um, overall record was fifteen and tw- uh, fifteen and twelve. So I actually have an overall winning record. Just my bet record is not great. If Cleveland cannot screw this up today, and they were down four to nothing in the third, now it's four to two. They got two men on, no outs. So if they can manage to come back to Oakland, I will take today. I already won two my two games earlier today. I won the Cincinnati and Detroit game. Um, so I'm hoping that Cleveland turns this around and get an opportunity to win another uh, another bet. Uh, put me it technically put me two and eleven because last night didn't wrap up because I actually screwed up and one of my and Cleveland's got big is loaded right now, so and no wow, so we're looking good. Um, but mm-hmm. one of my bets actually I screwed up and put for tonight's game. I lost the bet already, so technically I'm gonna be one and nine, but I can finish two. Uh, I can finish two and two and one from last night, and actually go five and one over the last two days to help my overall record. And financially wise, I will be up about fifteen bucks, ten to fifteen bucks. So not a bad deal, but I do want to get on a run overall my bets and get that a better a better record. So. Working on that. Um, I have been enjoying doing the best thing. Um, this will kind of transition us into our first topic. And I, I didn't send this topic. Um, I did talk about it, I think, a little bit last mm-hmm. night on my uh, on my uh, Instagram Live. 
I did post a video earlier today with the return of Joey Voto, um, one of Cincinnati's favorite players. Um, I know I seen yeah. him play for the Dayton Dragons yeah. last year when he returned off injury. Um, but ever mm-hmm. since De La Cruz got promoted, um, I think there's something yeah. like 11 out of 13 games they have won. They're on a 10-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, you you really got to be living underneath yeah. the rock if you don't know who De La Cruz is. Yeah. I got for, an opportunity for, for at least one season. It might have been longer watch him play for the Dayton Dragons. So I got an opportunity to see him play a lot before he even, he got promoted up to the Cincinnati Reds. Um, mm-hmm. The Reds, my lord, they have been smoking, smoking, smoking. hot. As much much mm-hmm. as I don't want to say that, because I am anti-Cincinnati everything yeah. being a Cleveland fan. Um, and you know what? You know what really surprises me about it, though, Mario? Uh-huh. I don't think the Cincinnati fans have really gotten to the point where they're really hyped about this. Like, I, yeah. When, when the Bengals went yeah. on their little runs, you started seeing Cincinnati uh-huh. Bengals stuff everywhere, and you had two teams. Well, we got two teams in Cleveland, but a lot of a lot of Cleveland fans are like mine. They kind of, like me. They kind of uh, ever since the name change, it's not been such a thing. But yeah, when the Bengals were on their run, like fans were all in. Mm-hmm. It was not like Cincinnati has been this. The Reds have been this horrible team. They just kind of been average. Yeah. Oh, my God, this run, I, I would have really thought I would start seeing, especially only being forty about 45 minutes to an hour north of Cincinnati in the Dayton area, I really thought I would see more Cincinnati, not only m- merchandise, but just more of a kind of a hype behind what's going on in Cincinnati. This is the longest win streak since 1957. Like, this yeah. is a pretty big deal for the Cincinnati Reds and, and what they're mm-hmm. doing and, and the excitement around, and they're having fun doing this. And Cleveland just scored again, 4-3. Yeah. to three. <laughs> um, Coming all the way from North Carolina, and, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. Carolina never had a baseball team. There's been talks here and there trying to get a team there, but it's never worked. Yeah. Is there much talk in the Carolinas about what Cincinnati is doing? Have you paid attention to what Cincinnati is doing? Well, I can honestly say I've been paying attention to what Cincinnati is Reds and doing after this 11-game winning streak. You know, uh, I'll kind of you know follow follow uh, Joe Votto's you know career. You know, even though he's an older mm-hmm. he's an older he's an older player, so I've definitely been following him and. The reaction the other night when he got in the lineup and did what he did was 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 good money. As far as coming in, getting a double, and then getting a home run, you know that, oh, that was a good embrace. That yeah yeah that was a good embrace. The crowd done so the I always been, helmet and everything. <laughs> yep yep it, it it all it all came out. But as far as the the winning streak, it, it really it really is impressive. You know football is king. You know, and, and that obviously shows, you know, because I, I would say if the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals was on a winning streak or doing something that haven't been done in a long time, of course the stands will be packed and the fans will be outside. But it, it really is good to see the Cincinnati Reds doing great within this winning streak. I, I don't know if this is a product of the fact that it's a longer season. Like you said, yeah. it's just, yeah. if the Bengals would be having this kind of run, the stadium would be packed, and there would be Bengals yeah. fans everywhere. I hell, I had mm. 
working at a, at a Circle K in the Dayton area, and we had the magazine come out. I don't know if they circle site. Well, obviously, they didn't sell Circle K in North Carolina. But all our Circle Ks, we had the uh, um, Joey Burrow, the I, the franchise. I don't know what the, the magazine was titled. It was like a $20 magazine. And I ended up getting four shipments of this magazine, $20 magazine, and yeah. we sold out of them every single time. Like, it was ridiculous. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. a product of the fact that there's only 17 games and – they're, I don't know, they're more excited for the fact because the Bengals have done less. There's not a Super Bowl victory versus the Reds yeah. won. It's 162 games, and they have won the World Series. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're not holding on to something that may never happen versus the Bengals and their fans holding on to a Super Bowl that may never happen. I don't know, um, or a Super Bowl victory anyway. But it, it just blows my mind to – the Bengals go on a couple win, a couple game win streak, and I get tired. I, every person who walks into my store, all I gotta do is hear that stupid "who day, who day, who day," all this stuff mm, yeah. all the time. Yeah. But you have Reds, who's on a win streak that they've not had this long win streak since 1957, and ain't nobody even talking about the Reds. I've not had one person, one single person, have a conversation with me. I've had to bring up with one of my employees a conversation about the Reds, and it was a very short conversation. Outside of that, yeah. there's been no Reds conversation. It blows my mind. Um, and it, I don't know if it blows my mind more of that or what the Reds are doing because it's like it's it's incredible what what this run and just the spark of adding De La Cruz to it. I, you know, I don't know if it's all him. Or if it's just coincidental, I mean, he's obviously playing phenomenal baseball and probably, yes, if not yes, one yes. of the fastest players on the field, um, just to watch yeah. what he has done and stealing the bases and the play where he should have been out at first and was able to beat the run, um, just everything he's doing, it, it, it could be simply just what he's done and the spark um, it has helped motivate the rest of the players. But it, it's just been a phenomenal thing to watch. And I yeah. hate – I cannot express um, how you feel about Dukes, how I feel about everything Cincinnati. Like, I do not, uh-huh. nothing. Since I choose not to have a Major League Baseball team because I refuse to cheer for a team that has changed the name from the Indians. I choose to just be a high-class A a fan of the Dayton Dragons than even having a Major League Baseball team because I don't like the Cincinnati Reds. Um, I am the only person in my family that does not like the Cincinnati Bengals. I cannot stand the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and we're going to talk about that here in a second, talking about Cincinnati Bengals, Jamar Chase and his comments, and, and of course, Patrick Hu coming back at him. Yeah. Um, but it just blows my mind that as a anti Cincinnati, and I'm keeping this clean because if you've ever seen my Facebook page, you know I call Cincinnati something else. Um, It blows my mind that I am more impressed. I have more respect. I have more excitement about what the Reds are doing than I know of any Reds fan in this entire state. I feel maybe 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 they feel maybe they feel like it's just you know just something that's just gonna happen and leave you know what I mean they they really need to see it when 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 the money counts you know what I mean hopefully hopefully they can keep it hot 
And I really do want, you know, there's nothing like seeing new and fresh faces doing good things, you know, especially in baseball. I feel like, uh, I feel like the shift and the clock has really helped out baseball as far as their speed, you know, the runs in games, the actual time in games, you know. So there's definitely good momentum right now in the game of baseball just because of the overall changes that uh, that they did. You can tell they put a lot of thought I, into it. I understand it's a long season. Yeah. And I understand that there's only so much excitement that can go on to last 162 games. I get that. I also know that I've seen highlights of home runs and stuff, and those stands ain't nowhere close to being full. I also know that I went to last year, February, for my birthday, I went to a Columbus Blue Jackie game, my first NHL game. You want to talk about an arena that was off the chain supporting their team like – I think we end up losing. We end up losing in overtime. And we thought we won, and then there end up being a, they end up doing a replay. It was a penalty, which they took the goal back, um, and then we end up losing like within seconds of that. And to hear a place erupt, then a pair of place just totally devastated. I have never, and I have been to many, many games. I've been to many races. I have been to you name, and I've been there. Never once have I been part of an atmosphere like I was when I was at the Columbus Blue Jackets game. You don't think that it would be beneficial for the Cincinnati Reds to have a backing to carry this momentum? Like, if if I, one, if I'm the franchise, I want my stadium to be full. Even as sorry as the Yankees have been at times, you hardly ever see empty stadiums at Yankee Stadium. You hardly ever see it empty at at Fenway Park. Yeah, that's, and, that's, and so that's when you have yeah. you have yeah, so when you see the Cincinnati Stadium, especially when they've won like eleven of the last thirteen on eleven game win streak or whatever this this ridiculous mm-hmm. run is, yeah, and knowing streak. knowing that the ticket prices are much lower than if you were going to a Yankees game or a Boston game or yeah. anywhere yeah. like that kind of game, knowing that you, you're, you're mm-hmm. paying next to nothing and you, you don't have the excitement around it, you don't have the, the stadium about full. Like, it's a beautiful ballpark. Uh, the, the, July, the July before I moved back, I think it was July 4th weekend, before I moved back, so July of 2019, I got an opportunity to go to, it was Reds versus Cleveland. Cleveland actually won that game. Um, a buddy of mine took me to the game, bought the, bought the tickets. He actually bought the tickets for his son. His son had no interest in going to the game, so he asked me if I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so phenomenal stadium. It's not like it's some rundown, who wants to go kind of stadium. It's a new stadium. It's phenomenal. So it just blows my mind that I'm sitting here in Dayton, Ohio, an anti-Cincinnati fan, and mm-hmm. I am more hyped and more intrigued. And I have a, my mom and my son are at the Dayton Dragons game, high-class affiliation of the Cincinnati Reds right now as we speak. My, and my mom just bought my son. Well, actually, me and my mom went in halves on a jersey, so he got to have a nice brand-new Dayton Dragon jersey right now. Um, blows my mind that there is not more hype. Because I guarantee if the Yankees was on 11-game win streak right now, 
it don't matter if we're this far in the season, just not even not even half oh, at yeah. this point. I guarantee yeah. there would be some noise. I guarantee at Fenway Park or Atlanta Braves or the Dodgers, mm-hmm. I guarantee there would be a lot of noise and a lot of excitement going on. So it just kind of blows my mind. Speaking of uh, Cincinnati, was it was transition? And we'll get into the things I've sent you. Um, okay. Joe Burrow's got asked, you know, who the best quarterback or whatever the question was, and of course he said um, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, which I, I I don't think we anybody right now currently in the NFL playing I don't think anybody could argue that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. Yeah, and Jamar Chase said that Joe Burris was the best quarterback, and they they said Joe said Patrick, and he said Patrick too. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a little controversy over that. You got some people that are saying you know, of course he's going to say his quarterback. Um, why would he say any other quarterback? Which I can see that. Like, uh, you know, if I, I'm gonna say, you know, who's the best? Who's the best boss ever? I'm gonna say my current boss. You know, that that's just my best boss mm-hmm. ever. You know, um, yeah. The whole Patrick who thing kind of rubbed people the wrong way. Like that makes you feel like you were just trying to say, you know, my quarterback's the best quarterback. You're, you're kind of poking the bear a little bit. Of course, Patrick Mahomes came back with a picture with him and his two rings after the ring ceremony or whatever they had going on and said, mm. uh, basically, this this Patrick right here. Um, I don't know how quite I, I – there's some legitimacy and be able to poke the bear a little bit for the yeah. fact that Cincinnati has made to the Super Bowl. It's not like Super Bowl. It's not like mm-hmm. Cincinnati. The Bengals have not beaten Kansas City, so it's not like they yeah. can't kind of poke at the fact that okay, we've had our our opportunity. We lost to the we lost to the Rams, um, but at the same time. I don't think Joe Burrows is on the same level as Patrick Mahomes still. Um, I don't know if you'll ever get to and this this hard this is hard for me to say because I have never been a Patrick Mahomes fan. I really thought yeah. that Patrick Mahomes would end up being a flop. Um and so to see him have the career that he's having was not what I projected or what I thought was gonna you know, what I thought was gonna happen. Um, and he has made obviously the best and the most of the opportunities he was given and could go down as being one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this game. Now, I'm not Nick Wright from first things first in on Patrick Mahomes. Like you, you listen to first things first and Nick Wright talk about Patrick Mahomes. You, you would have swore that Patrick Mahomes was the best thing was God of football, basically. Um, but Actively, I don't think he's a GOAT, um, and I hate the GOAT conversation. I don't think he's a top three quarterback of all time or the top two quarterback of all time. I think you got your Tom Brady, your John, Joe Montana. Then maybe we can get a discussion all time, you know, uh, maybe Patrick Mahomes in there. Um, what was your thoughts when you heard Jamar Chase and do you think this intensifies – we don't got a, we don't have a lot of rivalry rivalry I'm not gonna say this word real good. I have always had trouble saying rivalries, rival rivalries, there we go. 
I don't think we have a lot of them in the NFL right now. Like one point in time, I remember Dallas and 49ers hate each other. Of course, you can say anybody in the NFC East hates each other. It don't matter if it's Dallas or Philadelphia, Washington. Um, but you say that about almost any any uh, division. Um, but rivals rivalries that really matter, that we really want to tune in. Say you're not part of the NFC East. You really don't care the beef between the Eagles and the Cowboys or the Cowboys and the Giants. Now, yeah. at one point in time, you wanted to see the beef between the 49ers and the Cowboys, even if you weren't fans of it, mm. because you knew something was going to happen. If T.O. was going to go out there and do something stupid, in the, you know, or, or someone was going to stand out the, on, on the star, and whatever the case may be. We don't have yeah. really any of that. At one point in time, we even had it with the, the Steelers and Baltimore got real chippy. And, and even mm-hmm. hating both those teams, you wanted, as a Cleveland fan, you kind of wanted to watch the highlights. You wanted to see if they got another fight. You wanted to see. But we don't got a lot of that right now. Could this be an up-and-coming rivalry that we're going to want to see? Because we almost got it. We almost got it with New England and Kansas City, one Tom Brady was still in New England, but once he kind of went the other direction and went to Tampa Bay, we kind of lost that and what could have been and never was. Do you think this could be good for the at least for the NFL and the fans to see this chippiness and, and this beef between these two teams? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely a good thing to see. You know, his comments. I want to say his comments weren't out of. I mean. As far as poking a bear, you know, it's still early in the football season, you know what I mean, Go, just going through OTAs and uh, many training camps and all that type of stuff. But overall, I think, you know, what 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 I have said, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying I would have I said the, the same exact, I want to say who, but I definitely want to acknowledge them, even though, yes, he is a good quarterback. Yes, he yes he has won many championships already. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, I love my quarterback, and uh, we have a great bond. So of course I'm gonna say my quarterback, regardless, yeah. regardless, even if my quarterback says Patrick Mahomes, as uh, you know, he has every right to say Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You understand know what I'm saying? Because he he has the rings to prove it. You know what I mean? That's just simple. That's just simple. You know what I mean? I give my appreciation to you. But me, on the other yeah. hand, as a wide receiver, and my quarterback is throwing me the ball, I would I will definitely said uh, the similar. The similar, I wouldn't have gave him no acknowledgement. No, you know, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have got in detail about you know the things he's done. No, because obviously we all know what Patrick Mahomes done on the field. So I'm a Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver. I'm gonna say my quarterback. But overall, as far as the NFL yeah. and, and and go ahead. I would say I, I agree. I would have been more like, you know, I would have said my quarterback. Then if it had said, well, he said Patrick Mahomes, I would have said, well, I could. It see doesn't how matter. He, it, yeah, you know, it doesn't how matter what he was said. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would, I, I would if that was my, you know, if I was Trevor, I could see how Joe Burrow says that, or you know, he he's, yeah. he's close to Joe Burrow's, yeah. like you know, somewhere yeah. that says not yeah. like Patrick who, like, come on, you. Yeah. you you're throwing shade to right yeah. now probably the best quarterback yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, I, but what but <laughs> what what was the next what what would he would said? What's the next thing you would have said? You know what I mean? I'm not 
Uh, you gonna ask me a question about another quarterback? You know what I mean, Patrick? Who? You know what I mean? Next question. I'm, if you want to talk about a quarterback, I want to talk about my own quarterback. I don't want to talk about no other quarterback in the NFL. I don't, you know, who's obviously still playing. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, Patrick who? Even though he still won, Patrick who? Next question. Let's talk about my quarterback and how my quarterback looks, in, you know, in the trainings or the sessions we've been through. Them are the quarterback questions I want to answer. But I don't want to sit there and answer nobody else's quarterback, quarterback questions, especially if, if a reporter asks me, if a fan asks me. If, if whoever asks, my friend asked me, nah, uh, Joe Burrow, he looking good this year. We got a good connection. It's, it's, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to sit there and talk about Patrick Mahomes. The, the NBA has handed down their uh, suspension, and Ja Morant got 25 games. Um mm-hmm. I heard as little as 20 or 25. Most commonly, I heard half a season. I heard a few people go as far as a full season. I didn't think a full season. I was I was more of that probably half season scenario group of people. Um, of course, the uh, Players Association, I'm not a big fan of it. Um, it's It's a slippery slope with that. And yeah. we talked about it, the fact that he's not actually broke a law. So this is more of the NBA and how they feel their players need to conduct business. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because they're not the only league, and a lot of people have lost this in the whole conversation about it. The NFL did the same thing. With other, the NFL has done the same thing with other players, and I know those other ones, but most recently, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson didn't do anything that broke the law, regardless mm-hmm. of what people think, you know, mm-hmm. expecting or wanting and someone basically to jack you off is not against the law. Um, yep. It is maybe frowned upon, and it's not the conduct that the NFL or any NFL team wants their players to uphold, but it's not against the law. Um, and so, and so he got suspended eleven games based on his conduct, how he basically the professionalism that the NFL and the teams want to uphold. And at the end of the day, that's what Job Rand's getting suspended for. He didn't break the law, but there's a certain code of conduct. There's a certain professionalism the NBA and the teams want to hold. And so. I don't know how or if the Players Association can get the games, the suspension changed and reduced or anything because it's not based on him breaking the law. It's basically based on the NBA and how how they feel the punishment fits to hold that certain professionalism or conduct. Um, so, and you got a lot of people out there also fan base wise, I think more so Memphis or, or, or John Moran fans, they're upset as well. Well, he didn't break the laws and, you know, he didn't blah, blah, blah. We all, nobody's arguing that case. Mm. Nobody's arguing no. whether or not he broke the law or not. We all understand he has his no. right. And I am all about the second amendment. I am all about being able to, to carry your gun. There's also the difference between 
acting like a, an adult and a professional with a gun and then acting like a, a five-year-old idiot with a gun on a, a live mm-hmm. stream. There, there's just a big difference, mm-hmm. especially on top of mm-hmm. having to act a professional way and conduct yourself in a certain way because you're under contract to do so. Um, and yeah. it's it just like in the military. I When I was in the military, I didn't just work from – PT till I got off for the day. I was a soldier 24-7. I, therefore, mm-hmm. anything I did that I did not conduct myself as a soldier 24-7, I was held accountable for. Same with any athlete, period. You are under contract. Therefore, technically, you are owned 24-7 until your contract expires. So if you do yeah. anything in your quote-unquote off-time, off-season, whatever, you're still under contract. You're still a part of that association. You're part of that team. You're part of whatever. 24-7 until your contract is up. You're no longer part of the NBA, NFL, MLB, whatever the case may be. So I don't see how the Players Players Association can have any kind of case, get anything reduced, because now this solely sits in what the NBA feels is best for them. What, what makes them look the best, what helps them look professional, what helps them continue to have role models for young kids to follow versus not follow. Um, your thoughts on the suspension, your thoughts on if anything will change on the suspension. Uh, I was kind of, you know, when when the suspension came and, you know, the commissioner, how the commissioner reacted, you know, during the NBA finals, you know, stating that they was going to wait until the season has ended to announce that uh, the decision that they came up with and uh, the overall look, I thought 25 games was, 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 was a good deal. You know, I was expecting more. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I was I was looking for at least half a season, you know, 40, 40 plus games. You know, that's honestly that's what I was looking for. The overall, the overall look made it look bad in the NBA. You know, uh, with Morant, with John Morant. You know, as far as the first incident, you know, in Denver with the strip, with the strippers and strip club, the gun. You know, that that was kind of like, you know, your this is your warning. You know, and then coming back. Yes, his friend did record him. Yes, you know what I mean? The statement he's saying that was a toy gun, whatever the case may be, you know, it makes him it makes him look bad. And then with the picture of him, you know, doing a, a toy gun with the candle, you know, that's been floating around on Instagram, it kinda really makes it really kinda makes John Morant look look childish. You know, is is, mm-hmm. is his decision making is it there? You understand what I'm saying? With the incident with his mom at Foot Locker and then him physically coming up there, you know, after his mom calls him about an employee at Foot Locker. You know, I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine myself, my mom, I'm a full-blown NBA player sitting at home, you know what I'm saying? My mom calls me about an incident at Foot Locker and I got enough money to buy every shoe in Foot Locker. You understand what I'm saying? Me physically get in my car, drive to Foot Locker, my mama gone and then drive to Foot Locker and confront an employee that works at Foot Locker. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So as far as his menta- as far as the mentality, you know, that that sets a bad example. You understand what I'm saying? Now, 
it, it, that's like saying my mom or sister call me if something happens and if they call me, they already know they expecting something to happen because they're calling me. You understand what I'm saying? So it kind of makes them yeah. look, you know, as far as bad in that situation, you know, in decision making. You know, what type of decision making are you making? You know what I mean? You're hitting a child, you're hitting a child playing a pickup game. You understand what I'm saying? First of all, what are you doing playing a child in a pickup game anyway? You understand what I'm saying? I'm a full blown NBA. I'm, I'm a full blown NBA star. You know what I mean? I, I, that's the least I would want to be playing as far as a high school player. You understand what I'm saying? That's just decision making. You know that's where it falls back on good decisions. Why is he even playing a teenager in a pickup game, a full blown pickup game, and you get upset to hit the child or or to smack something away from the child or even confront a child? And I'm a full blown NBA player. You know, you're not playing against adults. You're playing against a, a teenager. You know, so I think his his decision making is is not is not as good, you know, as far as being an NBA player. You know, and uh, from what I heard, he he didn't accept Little Wayne, you know, invitation invite for him being like a little mentor. Boom, you know, I, I read that too. So it, it just it's just based on decision making, and I felt like 25 games was not enough. But, you know, what's going to be next? You know, the apologies and the statements, you know what I mean, that only goes so far, you know what I mean? It, it's really just down to his actions now. We'll do an update. The Cleveland uh, Guardians, it's, it's so hard. Even when I do my 3-at-3 three three and I say the Cleveland Guardians, mm-hmm. I hesitate yeah. every time when I even say yeah, the Guardians. No, it's so hard weird. for me to say. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they've tied it up 4-4 four to four in the bottom of the fifth, so looking good that I might get my 3-at-3 three three today. Um, okay. Do you think that Ja has learned his lesson? Like, I... I don't know, especially since I feel they kind of just slapped him on the wrist. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. Let's let's just go ahead and let's get the punishment out there. Let, let's mm. let's make it severe enough that we're not going to. Obviously, eight games the first time around was not enough because he turned yeah. around within a month or two and did the same thing again. I don't know. Mm. Twenty five games was even enough. Like. In my no. opinion, I, I am more of that. Let's let's get the harsher punishment out of the way. Maybe they'll learn that lesson that way. I learned my lesson growing up. Like my stepfather mm. whooped my butt. I'm not gonna say he beat me. He whooped my butt though. Like you did yeah. not want to be whooped by my stepdad. Like my stepdad was six four, big guy, and you knew if you mm. got out of line that your butt was gonna be beat. And so I know. My wife and I, we have disagreements on punishment stuff, and and so I I, I don't even get into the whole, I let her take care of whatever, because we have different views on the whole punishment thing, and she Mm -hmm. feels that, you know, kids shouldn't have to be beaten, and I'm not saying beat your kids. But I'm also yeah. a firm believer that, you know, that's part of where we're at in America today because some kids have not had their butt beat. They should have had their butt beat. And <laughs> so, like, I knew if I did certain things, and the wife always throws out, well, kids will be kids, and this is why kids do that. And she, I don't. I think she thinks I joke sometimes, or just don't say anything when I when I we talk about why well, I used to do this and I used to do that. There's a lot of things I didn't do. 
Like, it wasn't really until I moved out of my mom and my stepdad's house spring, spring break of my senior year when I was 18 years old and living with my father before I really kind of started doing things. Because I feared, yeah. not the uh, fear that my stepdad was just going to beat me, but I feared the consequences if I did something that I, that I knew that I shouldn't be doing or was not approved, and it wasn't like I had the super strict life, but there are just things you know you you know you don't go smoke, you don't go drink, you don't. There's things you you know. I I, I agree. Maybe only having a 15 minute or an hour of TV time a day was a little bit strict. But my parents also, we lived in the generation, you go outside and play. They didn't want you sitting inside. Um, so the generations are different. You know, you only got a little bit of time on the mm-hmm. phone. You, you were expected to go outside and play, not coming in and out of the house. If you wanted water, you drink out the hose. Like, you weren't deprived of water, but you were drinking out the hose. You weren't coming in and out of the house. And you were going to be in when it, the, the, the street lights came on. Like, go out and play. Enjoy your life. And I have no regrets with that. And, and it actually aggravates me on a daily basis that I have kids that I have four kids this summer and 99% of the time all four of them are sitting in four rooms versus being out. So the wife and I will be out back. We'll be out, out back with a fire. We'll be out back doing yard work. We'll be out back sitting on the porch, whatever the case. Like we, cause we grew up, go outside. But unfortunately mm-hmm. my son doesn't live with me um, 10 months out of the year. Unfortunately, her kids had grew up most of their, their life before I moved in. That That's all they did was just sit on different devices and sat inside and everything else. That was not how we grew up. But anyway, um, but I knew that if I did certain things that I was not supposed to do, if I said cuss words, his wife's like, oh, all teenagers say cuss words. No, I, I was affiliated no. once. With two, with two boys that said bad words. I got my mouth washed out with soap just being affiliated with them, not even saying the words. So until I moved out, no, cuss words were not a thing for me, regardless of what she thinks that all teenagers do it. Until mm. I was 18 and moved out, cuss words didn't come out of my mouth because my mouth, they were not getting back to my, my mom and my stepdad, so my mouth was washed out with soap again. That just was not happening. Um, there was a lot of things that, no, I did not experience or do until I was 18 and moved out because of the fact that I knew what the consequences were because the consequences were harsh. I'm not going to say harsh, but they, they, there was not a slap on the wrist. Oh, no, 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 don't do it again. No, it was, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. I don't want this to happen. This doesn't feel good. Um, and I feel the same way with John Morant. Y'all slap him on the wrist a couple of times, ain't going to change nothing. Now, if you start talking a half a season, full season, which then costs him money out of his potential contracts because he's not going to make All-NBA or he's not going to make this mm. or lose shoe deals and everything else because – why is Nike or any other shoe company going to pay and sponsor a player that is not playing on the court most of the season? Then you start getting results. But until you get to a point that you're actually doing something that's going to cause some kind of harm or some kind of, even if it's just financial, you're not accomplishing anything. And I'm sorry, slapping him on his wrist for eight games and 25 games, I don't think he's learned his lesson. I, do, I would be shocked. Mario, like shocked mm. if this was the last time we had any kind of stupidity incidences out of John Morant. Uh, I'm on. I'm on the same. I'm on the same path as you are. 
I don't I don't think I don't really think this is the last. You know, hopefully I'm not I'm not I don't want to sound like I'm bashing them, but uh hopefully it is. I hope know, I'm but wrong. I, I want yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can definitely see something I can I can see I can see something else happening. I just can't imagine you know you know, you heard a lot of people say change the scenery. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time I just don't think this is his last incident. But it kinda it kinda it's kinda crazy how the NBA kinda took the Kyrie Irving you know, if you want if you really want to look at things, right? It's funny how the how Nike and the NBA and the media took Kyrie's, you know, post, you know, copy of a link uh, to his own beliefs towards, you know, the John Morant guns and beating up, ch- hitting children and going to Nike stores, you know what I mean, Foot Locker. You know, they, they, they handled them two situations a little bit different. You know, I kind of wonder why. But uh, you know that's that's kind of a, another topic for another day. But I don't think it's his last, you know, incident, you know, being in the news or on Instagram. I just can't see it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, and, and the wife had to learn the hard way. I, I still don't think that she's seen the worst situation still to come about. There for the longest time, she kind of, especially with the daughter, teenage daughter, she's 16 now, mm-hmm. kind of just yeah. pat on the pat on the wrist, pat on the wrist, pat on the wrist, and, and it just kept going and kept going and kept going because you weren't putting mm-hmm. a, an actual punishment yeah. down that was meaningful. Once you kind of grip in the reins and actually put a punishment down, you started to get results. Um, and, and I feel the same way. But talking about change of scenery, um, there's rumors. I think Bill Simmons was the one to put out that uh, sources, to, reliable sources to him, says that Zion Williamson will not be on the Pelicans come Thursday or after Thursday. Mm. Um, mm. I, I know that the porn star, whoever that he was messing with, um, told New Orleans to go ahead and trade him, that she's got videos and everything else, blah, blah, blah. Um, Zion's got himself think, in a uh, little pickle. <laughs> uh, you know, as far as the Zion, you know, the Zion thing is a little bit more different, you know, compared to the John, the John Morant thing. You know, Zion takes a lot of hit just because he's not on the court. You know, we see when he's on the court, we see good and great things from him. Mm-hmm. As far as the field goal percentage, as far as the points, you know, points per minute, you know, how the team overall reacts, you know, his, his drama is staying healthy, you know. Yeah. Is it ever going to happen? You know, is his greatness ever going to be at its full potential? Are we ever going to see no. what he can do? Uh, no. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like, I don't want to sound like a bastard. No. But... You know, but I don't. I don't. I, I just. I, I want think him it's to do, his even own though doing. he's a dookie. Yeah, it's if it's his own, it's his own doing. You know, I mean, as far as the weight situation, you know, yes. that's that's you your make, own doing, honestly. Yeah, I, you, I, yeah, I make, can I can agree. I you can make agree. millions of dollars every year. Mm, yeah. There is no reason yeah. that you can't dedicate. I understand you don't make the money LeBron a, makes. Yeah. 
LeBron is yeah, LeBron he, spends he, a pretty penny on his body and has played for twenty yeah. something years and it, and it, he's had his injuries here and there, but for a twenty year career, he's really not had injuries. There is yeah. no reason. And I'm not saying you got to spend a million dollars a year on your on no, your body. Just be dedicated. But there is no dedicated. reason that you, yeah, there's no reason that you do not at least take care of yourself. Now, if I'm an athlete, mm. and especially having his body type and knowing mm. how dominant I could be in the NBA, I'd be willing yeah. to spend a million dollars out of my twenty, thirty, forty million dollars, whatever the ridiculous contract he's got. I'd be willing to spend mm. that. To, to get myself in physical shape so that I can play as yeah. long as I want to play to make the money I want to play versus mm. not taking care of my body. The weight, excuse me, the weight being an issue, the weight also contributing to his, his injuries because that's a massive body. That's a lot of weight to be carrying. Yeah. I know yeah. when, before I went to Cancun in January, I managed to drop 40 pounds. I know mm. since I've been back from Cancun, I've put on 50 pounds. So I've put on my weight plus 10 pounds. I know what my body feels like carrying this weight now. I couldn't imagine being his size, trying to play 82 games a year, just regular season, on the weight that he carries because he doesn't take care of himself. Now, the difference between him and the difference between I is he gets paid millions of dollars to keep himself in shape. I don't get that. I don't yeah. get paid to take care of myself. Um, and, mm-hmm. and trying to 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 run a a store, trying to be a father, trying to continue to help build this brand, and everything else that I got going, and, and being a husband, it makes it hard to do all the right things to keep myself physically in shape, be able to go to the gym and everything else. Yeah. And I will say, over the last week. The 10 days with my son being in town, yes, I have made it to the gym more times than I probably did the previous year, and some of, the, some of, the, some of that is shame on me. Also, having a second job and door dashing on the side. Um, other part of it is on me, shame on me. Other part, just not having time or being slammed or out. Like I said, the last two nights, I got home, I took a shower. As a matter of fact, my wife called me, not last night, the night before. She didn't call me. She texted me. She texted me from upstairs. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why is it that when I sit downstairs, you take your food upstairs and eat, but when I'm upstairs already, you decide to eat at the dining room table? I oh. said, my body is so sore. I am so tired. Mm-hmm. My body is so sore from work in the gym. I said, I'm not walking all the way upstairs to walk back downstairs to walk back upstairs. I said, I'm going to yeah. sit here at the table to eat my food. I said, then I'm going to go to the end of the hallway, and I'm going to get a fresh towel. I said, I'm going to even go and get night clothes. I'm going to go take a shower. I said, then I'm going to walk through the house with just a towel on, and I'm going to make one trip upstairs, and that's the only trip I'm making upstairs. I said, I'm going to bed. I think because normally, yes, I would. I would go upstairs because I have control of the TV. I can hear what I want to hear. Um, I ain't got to listen to everybody, and I can listen to my sports or my stocks or whatever I'm listening to. I said, but I am not making two trips upstairs tonight. I am too wore out for that. I am too sore for that. Um, and so, so part of it's got to do with my work schedule and, and just being slam wore out. When you're an NBA player, 
even when I was a bouncer and I had two jobs and I was working at that point in time, I was working almost 80 hours a week at the first job, not counting the bouncing gigs. And I was bouncing three to four nights a week and it took me an hour each way to get there as well. I still made sure that I went to the gym every day so that I was physically in the best shape I could be to perform my job as a bouncer. Um, I'm sorry, but as an NBA, especially superstar, or at least could potentially be a superstar, having the body frame that he has, there's no excuse. There is no reason that you are not willing to dedicate the time, and especially the contract he has, be able to spend, uh, dedicate the, the the finances to take care of your body. We watched Tom Brady play for God knows how many years. We've watched LeBron play for God knows how many years. Those are two of the big, big, biggest examples of players that were willing to financially take care of their body to the point that it paid off so much that it makes no sense why more players are not financially. And I'm not saying every player should have to spend their money, but to see mm-hmm. the, the return on the investment with Tom Brady and, and LeBron James, who are considered the goats of their sport and what they got out of return for financially taking care of their body. I don't understand why more players don't, and especially someone like Zion who's having troubles with his weight, having trouble staying healthy, why you would not invest in taking care of your body so you could be a player that could that, that could be dominant, that, that could play as many years as you want to play. Yeah, I think, you know, if you have to just, just come down and think about it, you know, how bad do you want it? You know, if you, you, get, you just set them down. You look at them and just say, "How bad do you want it?" You can you can eat you can meal meal prep. You can have your own chef. You can have a whole good, a lot of good things yeah. in there. But it basically just comes down to how bad do you want it, and how much are you willing to sacrifice? You know, and we can honestly, you know, th- that's where all it all boils down to. You know, as far as me looking in, no, I'm not an NBA player. No, I do not make NBA money. But we can relate somehow, and the way I can relate to him is how bad do you want it? You know what I mean? How bad yeah. How bad are you wanting to eat chicken and, and green beans, you know, five, five times a day, you know, six days a week, you know what I mean, and run and do cardio after lifting uh, or after you work out, how bad do you want it? You know, and that's the way I can relate to Zion. How bad do you want it? Even, even if you wanted to eat salads, healthy salads, and people, mm. and, and it's funny because mm. for a lot of my life, I didn't realize what I was missing out on. I have always yeah. been kind of this the steak and potato kind of guy, or the ribs, or the chicken, mm. or and and my my veggies were selective. I wanted your potatoes. Now I do mm. green beans and key, peas and carrots. Yeah. Um, I have a big a big loving for asparagus now, um, but salads weren't something that I necessarily did a lot of. And, and people talk, and I've heard people, oh my god, and even these ads. And, oh, i got to try to eat a salad. Oh, God, the salad, this. I think people don't realize how good salads really can be. Like, we love to go to the Texas Roadhouse. I think it's Texas Roadhouse up here. Yeah, Texas Roadhouse and get a salad. If we're going to go to Texas Roadhouse, we're going to go, we're getting a salad. Or if we're – 
first. Oh, McAllister's. If we're we're out mm-hmm. on, on Miller Lane off 75, we already know we're getting salads. Um, if I go to Subway, I'm getting a chicken bacon ranch salad, or chicken bacon. I'm get I get the uh, Chipotle Southwest sauce salad. If I'm going to Frickers, which you guys don't have in North Carolina, but Frickers, um, it's kind of a sports place. They're good known for the chicken. I'm getting a salad. Like. Yeah. People talk about, not to get a sidetrack, but people always talk about these salads like it's this dreadful thing. Find a salad you like. Like, find it, don't, don't, don't make it bad, but find a salad that you like. Like, I used to be that type back in the day, oh, I don't want to eat that. I don't eat that. You get the right combination with the healthy stuff. Now, don't make it bad for you. Don't sit there and add all the stuff and just basically make a salad unhealthy for you, um, which really anything with lettuce versus bread is going to be healthy for you because you don't need all these carbs anyway. I'm not saying no carbs, but you don't need all the carbs. But find a salad you like. Find that combination. You know, because when I go to Texas Roadhouse, I get one type of salad. When I go to McAllister's, it's a totally different salad. When I go to Subway, it's a different I, – I get a variety of different things, different types of meat, different types of vegetables. So I, 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 I don't know what Zion's deal is and what he is eating down there. Obviously, it's not salad. It's obviously not chicken and green beans because I will do chicken and green beans as well down here or chicken and asparagus. Um, or, or any red meat and, and a veggie as well, but he needs to figure. He definitely needs to figure that life out. Uh, one more thing before we get here, it's crazy how quickly time goes. Um, Chris Mazingas to the Boston Celtics. Does yeah. that change anything in the East? I think this might make the East a little more interesting. I think this, my personal opinion. I think this uh, might make the Celtics a little bit more of a uh, contender. All right, my my thing is okay. It sounds good. It looks good. You know what I mean. But they lost a lot of key pieces as well. You know what I mean. First of all, by by shipping your point guard Marcus Smart. You know who's who's gonna be who who's gonna fire who's gonna fire everybody up. Who's gonna look at who? Who's gonna look in Jalen Tatum's face? Who's gonna look at Jalen Brown? Who's gonna who's gonna tell them, look, man, you need to do your job. Even though I'm not even averaging 20 points, but who's gonna look? Who who on the bench is gonna look at each other and say, you need to do your job. You need to do your job. You need to do your job. You know what I mean? That's a lot. That's that's a lot. You're taking away. You know what I mean? And then you're taking away the the sixth man of the year. You know what I mean? So obviously you're losing. Some firepower off the bench, you know. It's kind of. It's. I think they're. I think they're in win. They're kind of in win. You know, next year type of mode. You know, I, I can honestly say that. You know, especially if they they have Williams and Porzingis. You know, they got that's a good lineup. You know, but how 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 are they gonna play? You know, is Porzingis gonna start with Williams with no point guard and no six man? You know what I mean? So. I think White. I think White played a big role, so maybe he could step in as far as you know. Is he willing to take a back seat? Does he need to start? Is he going to be the starting point guard? You know, is he really I mean, even a point guard? Jalen Brown's obviously going to have to step up and be a more consistent player as well. Yeah, so somebody's going to have to. Somebody's going to have to uh, fire that team up. Somebody's going to have to look in your face and say, "Look, you're not doing your job." And if you if you got something I, to say, I'm going to say something back. 
I like it because you know? I think that as loyal as they want to be to Al Hartford, and he's out on the court every night. Um, he yeah. he plays his role. Yeah. He's like 100 years old and, and is not going to yeah. – he's not going to get you if, yeah, but if you if you can say that you can say that too, but at the same time he does his job. Every game that comes, you know, what I mean, he, you know, he ha- he has maybe a game here or there that he hasn't stepped up and played, you know, his part. But it's really not on him. I think it still it still really goes into Brown and Tatum and the coaching staff. You know, it's still it's still focusing on them two and the coach. You know, but it's, it's a good but trade. I'm not, this, I'm not. I'm not. Uh-huh. But I think this gives you three your three stars. Um, yeah. I, 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 Marcus Smart on that whole aspect, he was a defensive player, but he wasn't going to get you. It was very rare he got you no, a lot no, of points. He was no, more on the no, defensive no, side. No, I think yeah, this. Yeah, I agree. I think this gives you your three your three bigs when it comes to scoring. Now you just need to figure out the pieces and how they need to play around them three. Yeah, I think is where we're at at this point. Uh, yeah, but let them know. Yeah, go ahead. Let them know, not to cut you off, but the lady's getting ready to cut us off here soon because we're after 9 o'clock. These times, the times yeah. it seems like the, the – even though we're still going an hour, it seems like it gets shorter and shorter. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, let them know where they can find you, um, find the uh, Carolina Sports Plus, and let them know where you're going to be at. All right. I, I, first off, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Angel Munoz and, Tony, and Burgess Boxing out of Spring Lake. He got a big fight coming up. July 29th at the Armory in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I would also like to give a shout-out to uh, Michael Williams, Jr. in Fayetteville. He's currently 20-1. and one. He got a big fight coming up in Fayetteville also, August the 12th. You can find us You can find us on carolinasportsplus.com. You can like us on Instagram and Facebook at Carolina Sports Plus. If you're out in South Carolina and Rock Hill area, come check us out. We're at the Rock Hill Carnival in the mall by Walmart and Dick's and Belt. So please, please check us out. Um, don't forget, you guys can like us on Facebook, 110 Nation Sports. You can follow us on Twitter, at 110 Nation. Um, Instagram, the 110 Nation as well. And then make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. It would help us out significantly to help us mm-hmm. be able to eventually monetize our YouTube to be able to continue to do the upgrades, um, to continue to be able to put us on new platforms, more platforms, um, and also be able to uh, – um, Help us with uh, be able to uh, buy more things to uh, to do giveouts or giveaways. We're still working on those to, to a few things. I still have a box of things that uh, Mario has given me. I'm still trying to work out the details and a couple other things. I'm about to just say forget it and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, if we don't get word here soon, uh, we're going to do a giveaway that's going to include some raffle tickets. We might do that a couple weeks in a row. Um, but just help us continue to be able to grow and, and follow or subscribe to our YouTube channel so we can uh, do bigger and better things. Um, like I said, I want to thank everybody that uh, has caught us over on iTunes. There was a significant uh, upbeat in our traffic over on the iTunes mm-hmm. uh, platform. You guys can catch us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, right here on Blog Talk Radio, our YouTube channel. 
uh, Google Podcasts, Podchasers. There's a whole bunch of different platforms. If you go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com, it has our shows, our blogs, our marketing partners, show schedules, and also all the tabs that will take you to all the different types of platforms we're on. Or if you just have iHeartRadio or Spotify or iTunes downloaded on your phone, just search it in the, the search bar, find our show, the 110 Nation, and follow us that way. Um, don't forget you guys can catch Race Chat Live every Tuesday night right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network at 8 p.m. We'll be back in the studio next Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Um, I'm sure we'll be uh, reviewing the draft as it is tomorrow night and all the other headlines that uh, come out in the sports world. You guys have a great week. And until next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.